0: Sleep Podcast at Night
1: Episode 52 Pet Cemetery Sometimes dead is better than this podcast apparently Sometimes so. dead Sometimes. is better <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was hoping you would bust out that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And Feel we, free to continue it for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. All
3: right.
0: We are back. I am your host, Chaos. I'm your co-host, Carnage. And this week we have two very special guests who are not very much guests anymore to but the show. very special. But still very special. And that would be Maverick. Hello. And Just Joe.
3: Good evening, everyone. <laughs> awesome.
0: Doing his best
2: to uh... put up a chair on the porch
3: his here, best friend and I'm to tell you a story.
2: <laughs> I'm subjected to this all the time at home, so it's Yeah. Awesome. So you like I mean, sharing
0: it? Is that what you're sharing saying? Sharing is yeah. caring. Yeah. I'm Witnesses. Letting,
2: I'm letting you all experience. Oh it. thank you.
0: Thanks, yeah, really. Well, um, if you are joining us for the first time, um, we just wanna let you know that we are they mostly podcast at night and we deconstruct horror movies and banter. And bicker, a lot of that. Um, we are uh, two best friends. We've been friends for 20 years. And that's probably too long. Mm-hmm. I think at, at some point the friendship goes sour and you want to kill each other and then you start a podcast. goes but sour yeah.
2: just like the land.
3: Oh. oh! Don't bury your friendship over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And this (laughs) This week is gonna be a good episode. (laughs) Oh, I can tell already. This week we did Pet Cemetery.
1: Pet Cemetery was done in 1989. It was rated R and it was 103 minutes long. On the IMDB scale, it got a 6.6. How about that tomato meter?
0: I'm so glad you asked. On the (laughs) tomato meter, we have a green splotch. 50% critic consensus. Pet Cemetery is a bruising horror flick that wears its quirks on its sleeves to the detriment of its scare factor. Audience score a little bit higher, fifty nine percent. Still sad. Yeah,
2: it's kinda of sad. Sorry, okay. Stephen King.
0: <laughs> Sorry the
2: eighties were
3: not kind to him. No film wise. I
2: don't think the eighties were kind to anybody.
1: No. The shock value. Okay, um,
0: that's bullshit.
1: Do you want a summary? Sorry, what, what? stop would, reading your Snapple cap sorry, the I podcast. Sorry,
0: I was reading my Snapple cap, and the real fact number thirty-four is incorrect.
1: What? What does it say?
0: It yeah. says if you keep a goldfish in a dark room, it will eventually turn white. All goldfish eventually turn white. Anyway, next next
1: thing. <laughs> next question. Next question. Wow, I'm supposed to go off <laughs> of that. How do I follow that? <laughs> okay, well, summary time. Um. Cat dies, gets reburied in Indian burial ground, and comes back to life. So, they think it's a good idea to do with their kid that dies, too, by the same way. And things go awry.
0: Things definitely go so... So awry. So, Honestly, so you can make the even shorter
2: and just say, Cat
1: dies, gets buried in Indian cemetery. Things, things go, go awry. awry. They do. Yeah. Basically, you got a douche of a father. Oh my god, such a douche. Very handsome douche, but a douche nonetheless. <laughs>
3: Polarizer light.
1: Polarizer light. Although much better but looking I mean, than Paul Reiser. No, now, very... if he was in Halloween three, everything would have been fine, and it totally would have made sense. I'm just saying. But <laughs> 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 just saying,
0: I would have not minded that at all. No, see, no, I, but kidding, no. he was just
1: kind of like a, a douchebag. I mean, oh,
0: he was such an idiot.
1: He totally let's, deserved everything he got. By the way, spoilers. The, let's talk
0: about the cast. Mm. Since we're, like, just raring to go to just (laughs) shit all over Lewis Creed. Our main character, Lewis Creed, he was played by Dale Midkiff. We've got Rachel Creed, his wife, played by Denise Crosby, um, who, just Joe pointed out, left uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes,
3: one season of Star Trek The Next Generation.
0: uh, To pursue a movie career, which went nowhere, and then she spent the rest of her time trying to get back on Star Trek The Next Generation.
1: How and that's suggest one underneath. episodes of TV, here you there, here and there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Gage Creed, the little boy, the adorable little boy, Miko Hughes, Ellie Creed, the only person who knew what the fuck was going on this whole time, <laughs> Blaze Berdahl. Bert, and she has an awesome name. I'm just saying, <laughs> Blaze is freaking awesome. Um Judd Crandall, uh the ever lovable Fred Gwynn from such uh <laughs> we know him from such things as uh, my cousin Vinny and the Munster Herman the the <laughs> Munster,
3: and Car 54, where are you?
0: Yes, thank you. And uh, just Joe doesn't mean Fred Gwen. Can you do the two youths part?
3: Two youths? Two <laughs> 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 That was really a very good impression. No. But no, that was kind of like
0: Judd Crandall doing it. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> and then um, Victor the Dead Guy was played by Brad
1: Greenquist. He played a very good dead guy. He did play a very good dead guy. I believe he was dead.
0: He reminded me of Headwound Harry, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> massive headwound Harry. Yeah. yeah, from Kids in the Hall. Except fortunately, dogs did not try to eat it. <laughs>
2: Oh, maybe if you gave him a screen time, they would. Although,
0: actually, you know what? I would have liked that better. <laughs> but anyway.
2: <laughs> would have made this movie more entertaining. <laughs>
0: I would say so. Yeah. If he was just <laughs> laying around on the couches, like, waiting for them to show up. And then the next thing you know, the evil cats, like, just munching on his brain.
1: Nice. I love it. Yeah. Um, a little bit of crew, too. Uh, so, Mary Lambert was the director. They did want George Romano, but he was busy doing another movie. You mean George Romero? Yes. George Romero. What the fuck did I say, Romano? Romano. Yeah. Isn't that Ray Romano? Yeah. Everyone doesn't love Raymond.
0: No, no. (laughs) No, no, I can say with complete certainty that not everyone loves Raymond. Not at
1: all. Um, Yeah, so they tried to get him to do it, but he was busy doing another movie. So. And they tried to get... um, Just think of what could have been. uh, Well, yeah, but they also tried to get... Campbell
3: was in the running for Lewis. For Lewis.
1: But they also tried to get... um, Tom Savini to direct this movie, too. Really? Really? And he turned it down as well. Yeah. Oh,
2: my gosh. Wow. So. What could this movie have been? <laughs> instead
1: of a train wreck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if Tom
1: Savini had done it? it would or George Ram- Romero? Yeah, they are fucking awesome. Uh. Either one of those two. George
3: Romero directing Bruce Campbell and say. Bruce Campbell's chin.
1: Oh, my yes. God. Even Bruce Campbell being
3: Of course, I can't picture Bruce Campbell making all the dumb decisions that
1: uh, That's probably why he turned it down. Made. I know,
0: seriously, because you think that lots of people would be like, Oh, cool, a Stephen King movie, and then they'd read the role of Lewis Creed and go, Fuck this This guy is an idiot. This guy's an idiot and I'll look like an idiot if I do this role. What, Except for Dale Midkiff for some.
1: Here's sure the sad thing. So Stephen King says he based this on when his well, a little bit based on when his daughter's cat got killed by a truck on the highway. So basically, since his daughter is Blaze, or Ellie rather is he supposed to be Lewis? and is he really that dumb in real life? I <laughs> hope That's that. That's my question.
3: Of course, he did get hit by a van later.
1: Good point. Yeah. And
0: then he bought the van. He bought the van. And then he tried to bury himself in the pet cemetery, but it didn't
2: work. <laughs> no, he actually, like, the exact van that hit him. Oh, no, I know he, he did. did. He yeah. it. I didn't know he that. He bought it, like, beat it with a sledgehammer, wrecked it,
1: and then, like... Scrapped it. Hey, that is actually that's closure is what that's called. No, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah.
2: I if I if I had the ability to do that, oh I think I and would And the guy the guy who was driving like got written into his next um like story. Oh yeah. Name and all. <laughs> like, <laughs> I surprised
1: uh, Stephen King didn't take a sledgehammer to him. And he died. And, uh, he died like, and the guy to the van? No, like no, the guy died oh, in, the in the story. Oh in the story Well down I'm not surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He killed off, yeah, his Hopefully <laughs> horribly guy. and grotesquely and miserably as possible. Well, he was
3: it. in a Stephen King novel, so yes. Yeah,
1: yeah probably. probably. Good point. Good point. So why did, did you guys pick this movie? Just out of curiosity. Because we needed a Stephen <laughs> King movie. <laughs>
2: this was about one of like four or five that we had bantered about trying to figure one out. <laughs> yeah. This. yeah. I think this was the only one that
1: was like short. Yes. Yeah, cuz I really yeah.
0: I really wanted to do Salem's lot, but that's a really long
2: one. Yeah, I don't want to do
1: Langoliers, but that's for the new year, so. Yeah, we'd talk about Langoliers mm-hmm. and I brought up
2: doing um, Rose, Rose Red, Red yes. as well, but that's another like long one, 4 or 5 hour one. Fair. What do
0: you guys think about just while we're talking about Stephen King movies, The Dark Half?
2: I would say that'd be an interesting one because I've actually only read that book once. Yeah, really? Because yeah. like
0: I love that book and I enjoyed the movie, so I'd be cool with doing the Dark Half sometime. It's not a really long one. Yeah, but that's fine. I, what we about the?
3: Have you done the Dead Zone? With no, we Locken? haven't done the Dead yeah. Zone yet. No, no it's Christopher Walken in an early Stephen King adaptation.
0: I know. Yeah. I've seen it. I still want to do Christine
1: too and Firestarter. Oh yeah, Christine's great. Firestarter's
0: road. awesome. Mm-hmm. We have so well, many Stephen
1: Kings to do. <laughs> well, I'm not going anywhere. So yeah, I know. we'll be here. Every Monday, Stephen King all the time, right? No, can that be can, that be? can that
0: be Halloween next October? Stephen-, <gasps> Stephen King Stephen King movies.
2: Oh my ooh, god, that means so I have to be here for
1: every single cool. one. Yes, <laughs> you'll have to be here all Halloween long. Sorry, okay, we might have to discuss that. Oh, we'll have a gator proof by then. He can just come hang out with us. Okay. Yeah. Some. It needs to be gator proof by the Bob Marigold Awards, which I we know. have to start promoting.
0: Yeah, we do. Well, <sighs> we can start with this. Well, we can start with sooner
1: than this episode because yes, we can. We're recording out of order. Yes, we are. Because we suck that way. So there's going to be a lot of awesome editing on this episode.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, there's there's going to be, be a lot, lot of editing on this episode. Vengeance. No, it's
0: cool. <laughs> you know what? It's always good. It's always good to for, a, like, well, the admin stuff, yeah, I can edit that out. But when we just, like, talk and just shoot, shoot the shit, like, that's actually really good for the People episode, like so. it. People
1: like it. People like to hear that we're normal. I mean, sort of normal. I mean, not really normal. Pseudo-normal.
3: As
0: <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. normal that's as we good. get. It's, yes, I I know. Know. We do normal things like have friends and talk. Yes, but all of our
1: friends are serial murders, and we talk things. about death. Yeah, That's I'm not hard. a serial murderer. I if was... you've killed one in three, it's a serial murder, Joe. You're a serial. I murderer. was acquitted. <laughs> Lady killer, acquitted. acquitted. <laughs> anyway, should we get into? Um, you guys want to talk a little bit about your opinions? Anything technical before oh, technical. we get into that?
0: Like, do you have anything technical to say about this movie? Um, I feel like we always kind of let down the technical end. Like,
1: well, I it's, feel we... like there's not a whole lot. I mean, it was done in Maine. Yeah, obviously, it was done twenty miles from where Stephen King actually lives. So that's why he was on set every day.
3: That was actually one of the requirements that mm-hmm. he had to adapt yeah. this film,
1: <laughs> so he could be so there every he, day.
3: So he didn't have to leave his home. <laughs> right.
1: And there's not a whole lot. I mean, um, the facial when um, like the um, sorry, Rachel, you're talking
0: about that facial? No,
1: I'm talking about all the face, like all the the all the, the face makeup.
0: prosthetics. Yeah, the makeup? makeup
1: and face prosthetics were very good. I thought. I um, love the popping well, sound, too, for that one face. Yeah. Oh,
0: I loved I loved when they're kissing at the end. Oh, God. And, like, she's got, like, the green stuff just running out, <laughs> streaming down her yeah. face out of her eye socket. Oh, my God. Yeah, anytime so they can make me do
1: that, you know it's good, yeah. then. There were a few,
0: I mean, that's we'll not, call that's...
1: them,
3: in quotation marks, fight scenes where you could tell it was an obvious puppet head. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, it's clearly a doll. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. you're
3: wrestling with a doll. <laughs>
2: Which worked a lot better in Chucky. I mean, yeah. like the, <laughs> the body gore in this movie is not
1: that bad. I can watch no, it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. But bad it still at all. has squick scenes. Which, if it's got squick, like if it's like so many times in the eighties or the seventies, it's not squicky. It's just like ugh, really great well, jelly. A lot, really, no, but no, but a lot of squicks in me. the eighties.
2: It's shock value. Yeah, yeah. It like is, that. Yeah. That that is a, a recurrent theme for eighties movies. Is shock value. The visual effects, mm-hmm. were as long as, yeah, yeah,
3: for the most part, the makeup effects were great.
2: Like there, there are a lot of movies in the '80s that were made simply for shock value. But sometimes that's it doesn't really, land. though. Well, no, that's the thing, yeah. Is that it's made for shock value, but it's not necessarily good shock <laughs> <Right>. value. Scanners and <laughs> I mean,
3: video if, drum come to mind. And we
2: all we also have the benefit of like the watching mark. this yeah. later, so like we know what like Hollywood is capable of right. now. So we're looking at that saying like with well, a more I, critical
1: eye. Yeah, like yeah. that looks
2: so fake, but back then that was top of the line
0: mm-hmm. no I think that was actually I think the effects were good even though, mm-hmm. yeah, I like practical effects though so
3: I of to go back yeah. a little bit some of Tom Savini's early effects are still wonderful oh yeah amazing.
0: yeah he's the man he's the man for sure when it's um,
2: like the stuff like where it shows like okay, spoiler alert where um, friend Gwynn gets his Achilles cut and it actually like shows the yeah, yeah. that's yeah. That's, that's shock, shock value. value yes that right. was that was added simply because but in the 80s that's what they were going well also right. you don't want to be able to get up and run away but I, I think mean, everyone helps. feels <laughs> that pain outside of you can feel well, that in your heel especially with yeah. the
1: one his lips, too unnecessary yeah. but yeah. yeah. we're it, it. it yeah that's 80s shock value love that I miss the 80s and
3: that was a lot of ways that makeup artists would also showcase what they could do right. exactly definitely
1: CGI okay. ruined everything yeah well I can ruin everything we, we still need out. makeup <laughs> artists at least yeah but,
0: anyway thank goodness for makeup artists I say okay now I think we can get to opinions instruction and opinions
1: you don't want to go first do you? no because you never like to go first so no, Just Joe, do you want to go first? I
0: think we should always ask her if she wants to go first okay do you want to go she first? she doesn't like to go
2: first <laughs> <laughs> Just Jo you're up I, I like to go later because then I can build off of other people okay yeah Well, let's go last
1: this time if you want. No, okay. I'll chorus in whenever I'm ready. Okay.
3: Well, I thought this movie had more to do with Stephen King's own personal life. Told it was a way for Stephen King to vent his own personal Mm -hmm. frustrations and problems through the novel and, by extension, the movie than anything else. And as far as the story goes, it's okay, even though like the protagonist makes all the wrong decisions. He's got a, you know, his daughter, who has a backpack full of red flags waving in both of her parents' faces that they all ignore. And if you ever have a dead guy telling you not to do something who took the trouble to come back from the dead to stop you from doing what you're going to do, don't do it. Listen, stop. Listen to that dead guy. Go man. home and read a book. Listen to that listen dead guy. Listen to bags. that dead guy. The same rules apply. If you're walking down the street and there's a naked guy running toward you, you turn and run with that man because <laughs> you do not want to see what's coming behind him. <laughs> So it was entertaining and yeah, there was a lot of stuff there for shock value and a lot of stuff that hits you on a visceral level. Yeah. yeah. Even
2: better when you're running away from something, you don't have to be the fastest one in the group, you just have to be faster than the Less slowest person. One. Yes. Yeah.
3: yes. <laughs> so it's just for me it's like an average horror movie that I don't like or hate. So it's just
1: But you picking anyway.
3: Yeah. yeah Yeah It's a movie that you can put on And like fold the laundry And not pay attention
1: to Yeah very true Okay I've got a question From Maverick now Does he actually fold the laundry?
2: Who? Joe?
1: Yeah <laughs> Yes. I think that's the answer. No, Fred Gwynn. <laughs> oh, Fred.
2: Well, Fred Gwynn, the, the look-alike or the sound-alike Fred Gwynn, I think he has actually folded. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh-huh. no, Joe, actually, Joe actually does laundry more often than I do. Okay.
3: Let me tie you about these clothes. Because usually,
2: usually when I'm folding the clothes, I get a helper, and so the laundry ends yeah. up all over the living room. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> He's very good at helping us with the laundry. He's so, he was helpful in my office. Yeah? Yeah. He was very helpful. I found stuff I had seen for years.
3: <laughs> the fruits of these lobes came from a castor orchard.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> uh.
1: So. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go Next. Okay. Um, it was my first time seeing. It. I think I was the only one that, that this for the first time. You guys have all seen it before. Yeah, we've yeah. all seen it. before. Yeah, I'm lame. I haven't seen this one. Sorry, I hope, we, I hope our talking didn't like. It did. It point. ruined the whole first part of it. I know. I could figure it out. Okay, that's why I went on the summary. I'm like, oh, that's what's going on. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> um. It wasn't bad for an. I, you know, I 80s movie. I'm not so critical. I give them a little more leeway usually, as we've seen before in past movies. Um, it's Stephen King, so I automatically like it. Um. But yeah, I didn't think it was a... I mean, the whole storyline is kind of a little bit Indian burial ground. I've seen that so many times. Would well, that qualify as a so MacGuffin,
3: or is that just a plot device that's
1: plot not a, well, device. Device. a plot
2: Well, it's just a it is. device. <laughs> it
1: be a plot device. Plot device. Yeah, yeah I mean, we've seen that so many they, times. Because they
2: acknowledge it. That's why it's not a MacGuffin, yeah. they acknowledge it. If they didn't acknowledge it, then it would be a MacGuffin. Gotcha. Ah. Learn
1: something
2: uh, every
0: time.
1: I agree with just Joe that the lead character goes, was just a lot with MacGuffins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: douchey. Made horrible decisions. Mm-hmm. Totally douchey, but I hate when the, um, and you're probably going to talk more about it too, Maverick, but when the kid gets hit with the truck. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know that it was coming. Like, I knew something was coming because. Probably by how I was reacting. Yes, and I was like, I know something's <laughs> coming that's bad, <laughs> but I didn't know what. It was just. Yeah, yeah, the shock value, but um, what else was I going to say? I do like the idea of a pet cemetery where the pets come back, it'll be a little more evil, and I think I'm going to make one of those, and bury my cats in it, <laughs> see what happens. You then, would. I totally they'd would. They would
3: just be upset that you buried them, and <laughs> alive. they just act like
1: dickish cats. Alive. That's, that's it. <laughs> Well, you got to test it somehow, so you'd probably test it with a <laughs> live cat, you know. No, I'm getting evil looks here. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. They
3: would be angry you buried them in loose sand on the back porch. <laughs> no. They see, do a
1: lot of my, and they my, come find you. My dirt is very clay, oh, so I think it'll be okay. Pottery cats? Pottery cat Hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, that's I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't... Yes, there were some douchey motivations, but it, was, it wasn't horrible, horrible. It could have been a lot worse, I think.
0: Are you ready for me now?
1: Whoever, yeah. Is it my turn? I don't know. If you want to, I could go. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> <you go>. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Why? you mm-hmm. ain't got no, no alibi. alibi, you ugly. This is the you point in the podcast
3: up. where everyone pulls their goggles down.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but, okay, so here's my thing. This, okay, Lewis Creed is the stupidest man alive. Like, I, I, I these these parents—they're so Ellie. They're so worried about Ellie. Like they want to shield her from learning about death. The girl is what, like ten? Oh, I
3: mean, eight and like, eight, and he's a doctor also.
0: And he's a doctor, so he deals with death like all the time. But still, he and his <laughs> wife both have these like. Like, weird traumatic stories for why they can't handle death. And so then they won't let their daughter, like, learn about death, even though that's a crucial thing for a
2: kid to know. Especially, she's eight years old and she hasn't learned about death yet. PSA. Teach your kids about death, folks. Alright, I'm gonna
1: ask you guys this, because you are actually parents and we're not. When are you gonna teach Dawson about death? When he's old enough. Is eight old enough.
2: Okay. It is, okay. is okay. too
1: old. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah. I'm just asking I mean, questions here.
2: They ha- I mean, they have varying degrees of understanding, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but no, I mean, I would say eight would definitely be, that would be late to yeah. start. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Thank you. I'm just Thank asking you. questions. No, I mean, I mean, like, I saw
0: my
1: first corpse at five and maybe that was too soon. I'm sorry I killed that corpse. I was curious <laughs> and I couldn't help myself, okay? We've talked about this before. It was a car. Anyway... <laughs>
2: I mean, we had we had a pet pass away this summer, mm-hmm. and that was that was one thing that I remarked to Just Joe when it happened was that at the at the time I was glad that Gator's too young at this point to understand what was going on, because that way I didn't have to necessarily worry about my emotions and his at the same time. Gotcha. When the time comes, yes, I will. We'll discuss it. It will be brought up. You know, we we'll make sure he has an age-appropriate understanding of what's going on.
3: And there are a lot of good, healthy ways to teach someone about the concept of death.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I would say, I mean, just from, like, other I'm, things I'm, that I've
0: seen, like, maybe five? Yeah, like, okay. I'm,
2: I'm one of those people that it doesn't... It doesn't... The concept of death does not scare me. Mm-hmm. So there's... It takes a lot to shock me, per se. Um, I read a lot about, like, celebrity deaths and stuff like that. So... <clears throat> Like it, it 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 doesn't really like I'm not afraid of it. It doesn't it's gonna happen. There's nothing you can do to stop it. This isn't final destination. <laughs> you know, you so shouldn't? it's uh, uh.
3: Yeah, it's like it's teaching <laughs> a health, it's a healthy thing. It's a it's a death is a part of life, it's an inevitability, it's nothing to be afraid of.
0: Yeah, but basically this whole okay, so yes. this whole movie's like all the terrible things that happen in this movie can basically be attributed to the fact that Lewis and Rachel didn't want to show, teach their a like 8-year-old t- girl about death. Because they yeah. buried the kid in the bad in the bad soil and then sour soil. they buried the kid. They buried, buried the, cat. the cats in the sour soil so that she wouldn't find out that her cat died,
2: and she totally knew her cat died anyway.
3: And then the cat comes Higgy back. Piggybacking
2: on that, it's almost like she had a bit of the shine. Yeah. She had that dream. Mm. Right, because she kept having
0: prophetic dreams about, about what her. was going yeah.
2: she she to happen. She's by far
3: them. the most interesting character in the movie. She, well, she really, really was. was. And she was like, just pushed to the side.
0: Yeah, she really, she really was. She was very interesting and she didn't really have much going on in the movie, which was kind of a shame, actually. I think She's even, even in the book. Yeah.
2: Even in the book. She she has about the same amount. Like, really. Yeah, like she has potential to be like the most interesting thing in the book, but, but. she's not really central to the story. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Now the
3: one of the before they made the horrible train wreck of a sequel to this movie, the sequel of the movie would have involved her. She would have been the central character. Okay. And it would have basically continued with her where the movie this movie left off did she which find her
1: dead dad and bury her dead dad I god I hope not <laughs> she be like oh I don't know anything about this Indian burial ground but I'm gonna take him up to this no, hill <laughs> of
0: all the stupid people making bad decisions in this movie Ellie would be the only one who would be like let's not do that okay
1: you know there's this dead guy appearing to me in my dreams named Paxcox and I'm just gonna believe him I can Pex, see her Paxcox I can Pex see her
3: and Paxcox teaming up to fight the evil <laughs> and like, I would buy that cow. movie <laughs> little I girl dead guy
0: <laughs> little girl and dead guy next on top. I love that like kick ass I love that be, like, <laughs> love <Yeah>. that. <laughs> be so cute
3: oh my he's God. the brains of the operation <laughs>
0: okay so then, so then so then like the pet cemetery is the name of the movie the pet cemetery has nothing to do with anything
3: if anything that's the MacGuffin in the movie
2: yeah, yeah. the whole I mean, I'm, I, I see what you guys are trying to say that it's the MacGuffin but it technically does not okay. fit right what a MacGuffin is because a MacGuffin is something that seems like it is the central portion of the movie but no one ever acknowledges it. That's why like that's that's if it, what did my professor say? You're watching in the scene in the movie four guys are playing a game of cards and there's a bomb under the table. No one acknowledge, acknowledges the bomb. No. Okay. So that's a MacGuffin. Yes.
0: Like so the money so in we, Psycho.
2: So, yes. Exactly. That's the money is the MacGuffin in that movie, in Psycho. Okay. So it seems like it's central to the plot of the movie, of the story, but it's not. But it's that's not. Why, that's why I'm saying the Pet cemetery isn't, because they acknowledge it. Because they
3: acknowledge uh, it. I get gotcha. what you're saying.
2: Okay, so it's not the MacGuffin, but I
0: hate the fact that it's there like a MacGuffin, except they acknowledge it.
2: <laughs> yeah. It w- I mean, if they didn't acknowledge it, it would be a beautiful MacGuffin.
3: It's a misdirection.
0: Yeah. Yes. Like, it's, that's all it is. And it's like, it's the name of your whole movie, and it's a misdirection. So would you it's rather
1: it like, be Indian Barrel no, dead ground where we bury people and then I'll come back to about, life? That no. title
3: would have been too long.
1: <laughs> because now I'll talk about why that's a load of crap. Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay, so... For one thing, it is fucking racist to have Everyone all got this your like, goggles in? Indian yes. burial okay. ground crap. I'm so sick of this. I know it was the 80s and they did this a lot back in the 80s so I know it's not like something coming out now and it's an Indian burial ground but it's still racist and it's still blaming the victim. And even if you say that, oh the land went sour, you're still assuming, you're still saying that it happened when the Indians were using it so therefore, it couldn't have been the white man who
2: soured the ground. Well, he he said that the Indians used it and then that they realized what it was doing, so they stopped using it. It was after they stopped using it was when the ground went sour.
0: But no, this... No, 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 no. Okay, hang on. The
2: ground... <laughs> they realized what it was doing, so the ground was sour then,
0: because the ground was making zombies. So the ground was already sour
2: <laughs> when the ground was making evil zombies. Why, why does sour ground make zombies? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I did
3: right, <laughs> I don't even think Stephen King knows. <laughs>
0: Trying to make it less blamey, but still, I still think it's lame. It could have just
2: been a burial ground.
0: Yeah, yeah, all it had to be was sour ground. You didn't have to bring Native Americans into it at all.
3: The Native Americans who buried their dead in a Celtic-style pantogram pattern. Yeah, and that was
0: really weird too. That was so like so white man European
1: version of what we think an Indian burial ground. See, it would have been better if it was the Pilgrim burial ground, right?
3: Well, the, the Native American in that area buried Played their on dead the <laughs> on some.
2: Just, I say, go ahead.
3: They bury their dead on some Norwegian black metal album art. Exactly.
2: <laughs> there you go. I do like the uh, tombstones for the pets. <laughs> Those were all cute. all the little rhymes. Yeah. It's like the tombstones um, when you're in line for the haunted mansion. at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> They're all that same that same little like cutesy <laughs> rhymes. Like for whatever reason one that pops into my head is here lies Fred, a rock fell on his head. <laughs> right? yeah. Like but that's that's the whole thing. It's like there's there's a little like <clears throat> um cemetery, like as you're in line to go in, and that's they're all on the hill there. So and that's they all say stuff like that. You have
3: the coping mechanism for death, which is the pet cemetery, and then the horrible fears of the parents in the movie. Right, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and I get it. I mean that's all that's that's a good mention to mention that because those are like themes of the movie mm-hmm. that, that the that you know, you need to be able to cope with death, you need to teach your children about death, you need to deal with death and not be afraid of it. Yes, because bad things Will happen, like, your loved ones will become zombies who can then kill you.
3: But they don't teach the lesson in this movie that it's okay to move on and it's okay to get over your grief and, you know. And then
0: that's something that Stephen King seems to always do in his books and movies is, like, the kids, he seems to, he shows the kids suffering because they're not allowed to move on and, like, grieve but they're never allowed to grieve. He also, like, never lets them do it. Like, he knows it's wrong, but they're never allowed to do it. I mean, it's so weird. Even
3: in Stand By Me, which isn't a horror movie, that theme exists mm-hmm. where the parents refuse to let Will Wheaton, <laughs> Wheaton grieve for his brother.
0: Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah. Okay, so I'm done.
3: You're done. I'm done. Will
0: Wheaton. Wheaton, I hear he's a nice guy.
3: <laughs> Who also left Star Trek the Next Generation.
2: Yes, but he's doing quite well for himself. Okay.
3: So Diddy's Crosby is not. No.
2: I the last time I read this book like two or three years ago, so it's been a while. But I've watched the movie enough that I still had a, you know, pretty good remembrance of what goes on. This book does fo- this movie does follow the book pretty well. Okay. It's one of the very few. This book is a fairly short one, so I feel like there wasn't a whole lot to take out. Mm-hmm. And That might be why it follows pretty quickly, and pretty well. Um, you guys kind of acknowledge the fact that the scene where um, Gage gets hit by a truck, I was curled into a ball in my seat with my eyes closed and my ears and my ears plugged.
0: Yeah, I almost <laughs> thought you didn't like the Ramon song that was playing at first no. because <laughs> you had your ears all- covered. No, no, what's what going on? Yeah, no, no, no.
2: It's it's being a mom. It I. I Again, my rant and jaws about how i don't I don't like kids being affected in horror movies' cause it's I just feel like that's wrong that's not yeah good that's actually
3: like one of the golden rules of horror yeah, movies. that's
2: not good cinema to me at all so but this this one is just I understand that it's necessary to further the storyline because he does come back and blah blah blah, but it's just I cannot <laughs> handle that <laughs> yeah it does not help either, that is you guys know very well that kid looks a lot like Baby Gator. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's pr- that might be another reason why it hit me so hard is because, you know, it, I've got him
1: on the mind always. Of course. I think we need a name for that. Like when it's an unnecessary like, kid kill, it doesn't further the plot in the story. Kind of like how we have the marigolds. I think yeah. we, have a na- we need a name for that. What about call- a Billy
3: Kittner moment from the character from Jaws? Oh, the Kittner Award? Yeah, sure.
2: The Kittner Award. Kittner Award Award goes to Gage Creed. The the Kittner Award Um, is the Pet
0: Cemetery. Gage Creed.
2: That being said, I do find this kid scarier than Chucky from Child's Play. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hands down. And that's really weird to say because, as my friend Ashley knows, I have a story about Child's Play, Mm. Bride of Chucky specifically, that... Will be really funny once we get to that.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
2: not going to tell, no. tell it now. I'm not going to tell now. It involves a pixie stick in her bathroom.
1: Awesome. Um, <laughs> the story already like for the start. <laughs> uh,
2: um, but yeah, he. I, I maybe it's because he's so realistic and it's like that cute creepy factor. Mm-hmm. He is. He scares ah. the hell out of me. But that being said, um, MTV did it like a top 100 scariest movies. A while ago, and I I'm pretty sure that Gage Creed scored pretty high on there. Oh, really? Yeah, and they said they said it like the um, the actor who played Amico Hughes was actually it was he was on there mm-hmm. as one of the commentators, and they said like like I don't remember exactly what number it was I just he was pretty high, and he was like totally overcome like he's like really. Really? Because he was, mm-hmm. like, two. Like, he's my age. So he was, like, two when he did this. So the fact that he, even though it's this crappy 80s shock value Stephen King movie, the fact that he still has that lasting impact to be rated that high
1: yeah. is pretty cool. Well, I think you, like, just going off that for, like, you know, on a thing for a second, I think it's, um, a lot of it is because you kind of, like, you, you see him as, like, a kid. Like, as a like, human child, and you kind of get, like, attached to him. And then when, it's scarier when he's, like, this other when you Sentient zombie as you were calling it before. Yeah. I think that's why he's scarier than Chucky, because you've gotten kind of attached to him as a human. Whereas Chucky, you're not attached to fucking Chucky. Well, you that know what I mean? Yeah. Good horror is supposed point. to work.
3: Good horror right. is supposed to make you attached to the people involved. Right. That was that
1: was another thing we were
2: saying was that the adults who got buried and there came back and they had regressed. Like they were total mm-hmm. like zombie state eating flesh and stuff like that. It's almost like because he was so young, when he came back he had actually gone forward in his development. Yeah. Like, I was trying to explain to you guys' development, because mm-hmm. um, Chaos had asked if he would be able to say, like, play hide-go-seek.
0: Yeah.
2: and You know, discussing how mm-hmm. Gator is starting to talk and starting to put stuff together like that. I said, like, Abiz is all better. Uppies is pick-me-up, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, he it, it almost seemed like for that, he was. He was a little bit ahead, so maybe he... Shot forward. Yeah. Everybody maybe. else who mm-hmm. he shot forward. Um, <laughs> we kept saying how the cat was just acting like a normal cat. It yeah. wasn't really evil. It was just a normal cat. normal yeah. cat. Yeah. Just a. a <laughs> I said a normal cat with a less than sunny personality. Yeah, that can't, that can't, that that can't can't I'm going to have a
3: rough couple of days. I'm glad
0: you brought that up because I wanted to bring that up too and I forgot to. So yeah.
2: Um, Stephen King's cameo. Was the priest at the funeral ceremony. Mm -hmm. I always look for those. Those are my favorites. Kind of like Alfred Hitchcock's, but (laughs) his are further... Stephen King's are usually further into the movie. Yeah. Um, Ooh, the spinal meningitis scene, the older (laughs) sister, was actually played by a man in a wig. And that's always interesting. You don't realize it, but then once you you hear that and then you watch it again, you're like... Oh, yeah, that totally is a man in the wig. Yeah. <laughs> not even a good wig. We
3: no. don't think Stephen King has an understanding of how sp- spinal meningitis works.
0: Yeah, we're not entirely sure if that's an accurate portrayal of any kind of spinal meningitis. Um, it's certainly horrible, and I think it's sad that it's used as shock value in a horror movie, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too thrilled about that, but I mean, I get it works for Rachel's character, I guess, but just the way that they handled it, I felt like it was used for shock value. Yeah, those too. were
3: different times, too, when the movie was
0: When made, they had
1: creepy portraits of pilgrimy munchkins <laughs> that followed, that you, followed you, you all around the house and creeped yes. me out. I'm gonna have nightmares of that, just saying. Still,
0: I just have to say that that was like a shitty thing to do, and
3: it wasn't yeah. necessary for the plot.
1: No. No. I liked her
2: name though, Zelda.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it doesn't seem like it's necessary for the plot, but it's setting up the trauma for the mom. Who that's why she. Can't I get it.
0: Right. I think they just could have handled it's it... it's gratuitous. In a yeah,
2: yeah,
3: it, it
0: is it's kind gratuitous. of like the
3: other gratuitous scene where the housekeeper hangs herself it was like unnecessary. What did that do for the movie?
0: Right. Like I understand that's something that goes into something further in the book, but it didn't do anything for the movie, so why it, it felt gratuitous
1: as well. Did give Stephen King his cameo, though. Right. Because we did cemetery do that, scene. yes. I yeah.
0: thought the cemetery scene was for the kid.
1: No. No, it well, was for the house. It was for the house. Yeah, yeah no, when Stephen, Stephen king, king showed up, it was for the house. King. Yeah, the only oh, thing we showed I the kid is in the funeral home when the... The father in law punches, punches the, the, yeah, Lewis and that, no. he knocks over the casket that seems to weigh like five million tons, but then when Lewis goes back in the graveyard to pick it up it weighs like five pounds. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I you know he just like
3: It's just a prop casket. He just
1: tosses it out of the grave. <laughs> <laughs> That's what else were you saying, Maverick, about the movie? What other opinions did you have about it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean it's okay. It's okay.
2: It the whole the thing with the kid is a hot button issue. Right, it, it was a hot button mm-hmm. issue with me even before I had Gator. It's, so.
0: it's pretty harsh, I think. Like, I know I've definitely seen this movie enough that it doesn't really affect me anymore, but um, it used to be every time that scene would come around, it'd be like, oh god. Well, it's like when. It's, you, get it's, the, you get the squicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you get squicked majorly.
3: It's a horror movie that's trying to like extend itself into a drama.
0: Yeah, and to it,
3: put some more weight behind it unnecessarily. It really doesn't, it really doesn't need to add weight to the situation,
0: and it doesn't work either. I don't think. Um, okay, so I know this might sound a little uh, uh, insensitive, but we have a favorite death category. Does everybody ha Does anybody have a favorite death? In I mean, this there's movie? really
1: only two deaths in this movie. Three. Three deaths in this movie. Four. Four five, five, deaths. You know what? Six. Okay, there's some deaths in this movie. I like the one where the jogger gets hit by a uh, truck. The same Pech truck ben. that hits everyone. And then becomes Exposition Ghost. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite.
2: Yes. I have an issue with that. He got hit by a truck, and yet he was still in pretty immaculate condition. Like, he just had his brain hanging out. But even that, if you notice, like, he had this chunk of, like... Skin and bone, like hanging off of his head, mm-hmm. it honestly just looked like somebody took a knife to the like the quarter like, of just his like, head, just but it but, off, yeah him. but even like if you if you pay attention, his brain is still like intact, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. I am fairly certain if he got hit by a truck. There'd be all kinds of road rash, especially with,
1: like, that's kind oh, of, like, what yeah. it makes it look like. Yeah, a little patch of
3: road rash your on face. Is, nice like oh, yeah, your brain would
2: not be looking nice and, like, folded and squiggly.
1: What part of you hit the truck and how fast that truck was going, though, too. Well, but still,
2: like, even if your head... I think like, he would have looked worse. Yeah, even if, like, it hit your body and missed your head, your head's going to smack into the pavement or something. It's not going
1: to look that pretty i have a question too about that scene actually too because okay. just joe and uh, Cass were talking at that part so okay. it's a little bit hard for me okay um <laughs> he's brought in they shoo everyone out of the room so the doctor could save him and then he doesn't do anything he just sits there and be like nice well he you. did
2: well i think he he already knew that the guy was dead oh okay <clears throat> i mean he did no save an effort yeah he did kind of half-heartedly like tell everyone like i, I don't remember exactly what medical terms he said but like he told like he said something about like a cardiac monitor mm. something about an ambu bag that's just a iv bag essentially cardiac monitor is just gonna check your heart mm-hmm. so it was kind of like half-hearted but i think he knew that the guy was dead and that's why he's just like okay this is just this get everyone out <laughs> yeah like don't worry don't even don't even waste your space don't even waste your time this one's gone gotcha the whole sitting in the room by himself with the <laughs> with the corpse that's a little weird. That was
3: a yeah. little weird. And then why does he say that he's helping him? Because the, the doctor tried yeah, to help. Yeah, because the doctor didn't really help him. he didn't do um,
1: anything. I mean, the people that carried him in tried to help. I mean, right. I want them instead. Interesting. Although they're not burying things in Indian integral I guess.
3: Should I save it for the trivia section? What's that? Yes, save it for the, save the trivia. It for the trivia section,
0: then. Okay. Or almost to
1: trivia. Almost trivia. Okay, favorite tests. Sorry, I didn't mind who who else has got anybody one. Anybody else have one?
3: Or am I dealing with me? Uh, we'll just go with Church the Cat, because it's the least offensive. Wow.
0: My favorite is Rachel, because of the way she, like, pops out of the ceiling and bangs. It's, it's really, like, morbid. And, he does, and he's up there, he's like,
2: great. The fight, he's, like, standing up there holding the scalpel, but it's like, he didn't use the scalpel on her. Yeah, What he are you carrying that around for, dude? With, yeah. yeah, I know, it was weird. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Crandall. Crandall? Yeah. He got overcome by a two-year-old. <laughs> It was pretty great. Yeah, he's called. <laughs> a yeah, he's, like, he's like Frankenstein. He is Frankenstein. Literally.
3: But <laughs> it wasn't even like drawn in by overpowering emotion and then like you know
2: legally yeah, like, killed. It's like no, he was he beaten had, up by a friend, He had the one like. up on the kid. Yeah. Was distracted for a split second by the cat. And then, and then the kid, bam. I mean, the kid did slice his Achilles, but he still had one, another he had good one Achilles. Good foot. He <laughs> could have gotten up and at least hobbled out of the room. Right. Or effectively <laughs> I mean, kicked or him. Or grabbed and I, a heavy book. Being, being that giant, I mean, even at a hobble, he's still going to run at least three times as fast as the little kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. and then, and I mean, and then the little kid, like, vampires, like, chews on his neck. Yeah. So I love that part It's the lower half of his face
1: <laughs> yum, 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 sweet, yum. <laughs> sweet. Hey, old man
2: face I hear Only is very taste. tasty so. I've seen hamsters that look like that before so <laughs> <laughs> um
0: okay so now marigold I've heard two things when we've we've talked about the marigold let me talk really quickly about the what the marigold award is Uh, and then we'll discuss so the marigold award harkens back to episode three when uh during last shift there was a character named marigold who literally walked onto the set spoke her exposition and then disappeared again into the night so we give this award to um anytime a movie is a little bit lazy with their exposition and can't think of a better way to shoehorn it in somewhere and so they create a person place or thing that exists just to spout exposition so that being said do we think that there is a miracle in this movie
1: yeah i think it was that truck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the truck same truck that keeps passing by now i've same heard kind of truck. i've heard when we've just been chatting i've heard the jogger who becomes the ghost and I've also heard Fred Gwynn's character, Judd Crandall. Yeah, I think
1: well, Judd Crandall I, was, really.
3: You can argue that, though, but thinking about it now, I think the jogger should get it more because Judd is more essential to the story.
0: I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know, I'm Good Because
3: okay. the ghost literally just shows up and spouts exposition. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that
2: is his whole. That's his whole his purpose. Whole purpose. Yeah. You could cut
3: Pascal. his character from the movie, and it wouldn't change. And it really wouldn't much.
0: change a thing. Okay, so, so Victor, Victor slash dead guy. What's his name? Pascal.
1: Pascal. Pascal. He's He
0: is our marigold. Your uh, congrats. Send us your information, and your <laughs> uh, trophy will arrive shortly in the mail.
1: Well, if you win an marigold award. We'll have to see if you would one. I mean, you want it this time, but oh, so they get he it for this movie. So
0: all of all of them have been
2: nominated. They've
1: all been nominated. nominated for the so Grand Award. Why don't we
0: talk while we're talking about the Marigold Award? Why don't we talk about the Marigold Awards? Now? Yes,
1: the first annual Marigold Awards are going to be filmed, filmed, recorded. <laughs> They're going to be filmed too. I'm going to taped. Film. They're going to be taped uh, this December 31st.
3: We will put them on magnetic tape, and they <laughs> will probably
1: real. be. What do you want a week to edit it? uh a couple days i could, I could probably do, be podcast do a, a little bit after the new year um invitations are going out this next couple weeks and it's titty black tie optional
3: i've already run in my tuxedo for this good
1: oh, i've got excellent. a ball gown good. it's made of sweatpants it's awesome nice sweat material ball gown i <laughs> love, it. Ball yes. <laughs> love it yes behind that my, okay.
3: my tuxedo is made out of terry cloth
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um we were with morpheus and catastrophe and Morpheus went out in his bathrobe, so I know he's down for that. Yeah. He's yeah. totally down for that. So, so That's normal for done. him. <laughs> so, <yeah>. I think <laughs> I've
2: seen him in a bathrobe more than I actually
1: have. He was have in the car and with normal, us, right? so we went out. Yeah, that doesn't that surprise left me. He the house in his bathroom. That doesn't surprise me at
0: all. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: um, so
0: we're going to have a big party. We're going to have all of our old guests and some new ones, even hopefully. And Is A. was coming?
1: If he could get on a plane from Australia, I bet he would. I, to I would love it if he can. You're invited, A eh, Foxes. So if you can get on a plane and get here, you're welcome to come we here. We
0: cannot afford to fly you out here, but if you, we can could... rent.
1: <laughs> if you're ever in the states, though, we do want to meet you. So let us yeah. know if you ever want to come to the boring town of Ohio, state the of town. Ohio, whatever.
3: Well, there is an Ohio. If you Hawaii. come
1: to Cleveland,
2: we'll get you where you need to be. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that would be really
0: awesome, but. um Barring a flight from Australia, (laughs) we'll probably just be having our friends that we know physically. In real life, yeah. In real life. And um, we are going to have all of our past marigolds up for uh, different award categories Mm -hmm. that they can win. And we are going to have actual trophies. Little
1: trophies, yep. And uh, there will be champagne, and it'll be great, it'll be a fun time.
0: Yep, we're going to have a whole big party like the Oscars mm-hmm. and uh, announce the winners and uh, just party like it's... Yeah. 1989. 1989. Does that mean there's going to be cocaine there? Lots of yes. cocaine, yes. Oh, okay,
1: cool. <laughs> what do we call it back then, Snow?
0: Well, that's one word for
1: it. Yeah, powder our nose.
2: Wet pony? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, we do have to
1: take into account that Gator, gator will be will there. Be here. Oh, so it'll be powdered sugar. It'll be confectioner sugar that we'll just put on his nose, and it'll be fine. It'll
0: be pixie sticks. Want to crack a wand? <laughs> Anyone know that
1: reference? Yes. <laughs> Um, we'll put that, we'll put confectioners sugar's nose, take pictures, and then CPS will be at your house the next day. that will be fine, right? Uh,
0: well, yeah. Just what I need. Mean. <laughs> Thanks. No problem. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. Um, let's get to trivia.
1: I have a, I have a couple pieces. So okay, cool. My biggest favorite piece is that, uh, Miko Hughes that plays Gage, some of you will remember him from the movie Later Down the Road as Kindergarten Cop. Oh. Um, he is the boy that does... Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. That was My favorite him. line in that whole movie. Oh yes, my God. That was exactly. him.
3: I've got a piece so. of trivia. Okay. When they're carrying uh, Pascal, Papscow, or whatever you want to call him, yeah. into the clinic, there is an anti-rabies poster with Cujo Cuj-
2: on it behind him. Oh, yes. that's
1: awesome. Actually, Cujo makes another appearance. I've got to find it here. It was in my trivia about Cujo. Damn it. We talked a little bit about how... Do you want to talk about the Ramones, what I told you about the Ramones while I'm looking for this up? Joe can talk about the Ramones. Joe, talk about the Ramones real fast.
3: Okay, so legendary punk band, the Ramones, appears on the soundtrack a few times for this movie, and is also one of Stephen King's favorite bands.
1: Yeah, woo! Stephen King has good taste in bands. Um, They actually wrote the song, The Pet Cemetery" because Stephen King mentioned them in the novel. Did you say that part already?
3: You just did.
1: No, okay, I did want to make sure I didn't say it over <laughs> you, so... Um, and the part about Cujo was actually in the book. It was not in the movie, so my bad. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Any other trivia you guys have? Uh, this was the first
2: film screenplay that Stephen King adapted from one of his own novels.
1: Oh, nice. Did he like this movie? You like had it? a heavy hand on this movie. Probably
0: not. Did he like any of these? He did. He had a heavy hand on this movie. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he liked it.
1: He liked it. I'm saying he liked it. Um, how about this one? The you know how in the opening credits are several children's voices reciting like those little pet epitaphs. Mm-hmm. One of them belonged to Jonathan Brandis, really, who mm-hmm. played you know young Bill in the TV version of It. Right. So
3: filmed at, Adirondack State Park,
1: among Oh, a few other I locations. love that place. That place is beautiful. That would be
0: so pretty. Yeah, no wonder it was so gorgeous
1: there. The cat, okay. The cat is named Church after Winston Churchill because he's a British short hair. And the picture at Rachel's parents' house is a painting of Zelda as a child, like we thought, before her spinal meningitis. And Gage, of course, is seen later wearing a similar outfit to signify that Zelda has come back through him. Which is Rachel's deepest fear. But that's not my deepest fear, is that painting. I'm going to see that in my nightmares tonight. I'm just saying, I'm going to call you at 3am and be like, God damn it, I saw that painting in my dreams. Wait, okay, okay, so I
0: kind of got that from the movie, but so Zelda actually was, like, possessing Gage? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what it says. That's what it was kind of implying, but I still was kind of like... I
1: Which I don't know how they get that. I mean, Zelda's spirit is no nowhere near Gage's spirit is, but I'm just saying.
0: Right, like the like like the like the the tainted earth, like, Called up Zelda spirit and was be like, hey, you want to go terrify your sister some? I know you want to. Yeah, baby.
2: Oh, they did the same thing for Miko Hughes that they did for um, What's-His-Face-In-The-Shining that they shot, like, the disturbing, scary parts separate from him. Oh, uh-huh. So that, and then the parts where he would have been the, like, possessed
1: baby, they used a doll.
0: Right. So that he wouldn't be affected by it. Yeah.
1: Just like Danny, he probably didn't see it until he was an adult. Probably didn't see
3: those things. And also there was a whole other key plot element that they didn't have, which was supposed to be the Native American spirit, the Wendigo. Wendigo. Which was supposed to be behind all the ill deeds and nefarious happenings.
0: I am so glad they left that out.
3: It's mentioned twice in the movie. One where they're originally going to bury the cat and they hear the horrible noise and then Judd remarks, probably just a (sighs) load.
0: Probably just what? A loon. A loon? Oh, but yeah. it's supposed to be a wendigo?
3: Yeah. And then later when the tree falls when he's going to bury Gage at the cemetery. And that was the wendigo too? Yeah. Nice. And then when the car goes off the road.
0: Okay, so the land is so poisoned eggs. by Native Americans. I take it back. It's terrible. I hate it.
3: Trivia? Any more trivia?
0: Well, I hate that part.
3: Well, yes. Actor Brad Greenquist said that when he was wearing his makeup for Pabscal, the... Unfortunate jogger that no one in the cast and crew wanted to sit near him.
1: (laughs) I don't blame them, honestly. (laughs) Matt, do you have any more trivia? Hey.
2: No, I'm still trying to find more.
1: Body count six.
2: Six. I was right.
1: Are we including the cat in that or no? Yeah. Okay. That That was a
3: Dr. Seuss uh, book, I believe. The
1: cat in that. The cat in that. Um, Rating? Ready, ready
2: to rate? All right. Um Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, oh, I was right. I always said that um Ellie has a bit of the shine. Uh-huh. That's in the in the book, Pet Cemetery, there's throwbacks to the shining. Oh, cool. Um Pax cow calls Louis Doc, which is what they call Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and then the the family has visions and premonitions, so they have the shine. Okay. Cool.
1: Right. There's references to Salem's Lot in the book, too. Salem's Lot and yes. uh, Cujo and <clears throat> lots of throat, you know, references. Yeah. Well, once once yeah, again, if dead go.
3: people are trying to tell you not to do
1: something, don't, don't do it. Do it. Yeah, don't do that thing. That's what I learned from this movie. Yeah.
0: Ready to rate? I'm ready to rate. Are you ready to rate? I'm ready to rate. Who wants to go first?
3: Joe sure does. I'll go first. <laughs> I give it six angry undead cats.
0: <laughs> 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 Where's Penelope? I don't see <laughs> her
3: <laughs> Plotting
0: Plotting Against yeah,
1: right. Um, Okay, I will go 6.017 I enjoyed it It wasn't my favorite But It was entertaining I'd watch it again For fun
2: Go with Five point pi. Five point five. Five. Eight five, eight pie. five point three one four. I love it. Um, it's okay. I mean, I'm not going to drop it below fifty percent, but this stuff with the baby is that's a tough one. Okay, great. I agree. That's a rough one for me.
0: Um. Well, okay. So I have to knock it down because of all of the like Native American bullshit. I just do, so, but it's still, and I don't think it's, like, the most amazing movie, but it is still one that I've seen several times, and like you said, it's one that I'll put on while I'm doing something else, just to have noise in the background.
3: Yeah, you don't have to pay attention to the movie. You don't
0: have to pay attention to it. I enjoy Fred Gwynn. I enjoy making fun of Fred Who doesn't Gwyn. enjoy Fred I love Gwyn. Fred Gwynn. <laughs> yeah, he's great. So, um,
1: I give it a six. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are no fanfic for this movie. Oh, darn. So therefore, I think we should make up a fanfic. Any takers? Um, nope, I'm yes, just going to leave that absolutely. one.
3: <laughs> buried in the ground. Remember, can sometimes dead is better.
1: Can we rewrite
2: the movie from the point of view... Of the cat? Oh, the cat. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I was going to say
1: Pascal. Yes. <laughs> Can Pascal and Rachel have a uh, affair? Ew!
0: Yes, they should. There's should always a no pairing in bad fanfic. Come okay, on. So it's from the point of view of the cats and the dead guy. They become friends. Okay. Yes. And, and they
2: befriend each other in the afterlife. Yes. And that's why they both come back. And
0: he's trying to help the cat not be evil and to resist its evil nature, which is why the cat's only kind of mean. The cat is actually a humanoid. Okay.
2: There's
1: okay. your piercing herring. Your right yes. There. And that's yes. being possessed by a and person. There you go.
3: They help psychic Ellie Creed solve mysteries.
1: And yes. they all ride ponies from My Little Ponies, because we've got to throw a twist in there. There's got to be a... an Ed, Ed, and Eddie show Can up at
0: some point. Yes, too. Ed and Eddie do
1: show up to help solve those crimes as well.
0: Can't you just leave things as they are? Why do you have to ruin things with ponies?
1: Ask Stephen King why he had to keep He ruined it already.
0: <laughs> but the Ed and Eddie is definitely a crossover yes. that needs to
1: happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor Ed oh, and Eddie. He hopes he's crimes. <laughs> Alright, any pimping we need to do this time, here. guys?
0: Um, I was trying to think if there's anything I wanted to pimp. Um, the second season of Lore is super good. I've been watching that, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it for me.
1: I'm gonna pimp Snapple T, because all their facts are true. They're liars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna give a shout-out to the fine ladies over at, uh... Dead Time Stories. With Yeah, with Z. I After we did Scream, I went and binged their whole library. Yeah. I was sitting at my desk, cracking up. They're great. <laughs> they're so um, funny. I would love to meet them. Yeah. I feel like that would be like an epic crossover podcast for oh, all of us. Oh, yeah. That would be
0: fun. They're just over in PA, you know. I know. They're
2: like in Philly. Yeah. yeah. I think so it could happen. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I just want to tell them that they're doing a fantastic job. Keep me laughing. I, I love. I mean, I'm big into paranormal anyway. So, but to hear mm-hmm. them, hear them put their spins on it mm-hmm. is it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's
1: always fun. So. so, girls, we should get together. Just saying, we're not that far away.
0: <laughs> or or even just remotely, you know. We have trouble with that on though. Podcast. Yeah, well, we can work on
1: it. Okay, but then I if we're the, doing that, we're doing. Please excuse my dad's out. Okay, we
0: will. Yeah, I definitely, definitely want to. Okay, I just good. we just
1: gotta. We have troubles technically. We
0: just gotta get some better gear so we
1: can. We do. do. That. So hey, go to our Patreon. Patreon? We don't have one yet. Okay, go we're to like our, our Redbubble <laughs> store. Yeah. And buy our shit so we can get better equipment. And
0: we can actually be on other people's podcasts and have other people yes. on our podcasts.
2: That's our goal. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be so. so awesome. So we're pimp ourselves. The
0: and also, oh, do you want to oh. Yes, I now? would
3: also like to thank our new sponsor. It's completely within the realm of believability that is in fact not butter. <laughs> <laughs> America's twelfth favorite non-dairy spread.
0: <laughs> twelfth favorite.
3: Available at Tops, finest, Stop and Shop, and other defunct grocery stores. <laughs> oh, no. Buy it wherever you get fake food. <laughs>
1: Very nice.
0: <laughs> Very nice. All right. Um, now I will pimp us so we can it's get the fuck out, out of here. Out
1: here.
0: Our website is themostlypodcastatnight.com. dot com. You can go there for show notes and listen to episodes. We are also hosted at anchor fm slash podcast at night. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, and wherever you get your. <laughs> podcast so be sure to rate review and subscribe we are on instagram facebook and twitter at podcast at night we have a new facebook community that you all need to go over Woo-hoo! to Woo-hoo! you can interact with other fans of the show and talk about the show and talk about horror and yeah pretty much uh, and you can bicker with us
1: too if you want to it's a
0: very welcome opening environment we're there sometimes it's great And, um...
1: I'm in there. I'm in there. Yeah, we're all in there. We're all in!
0: Uh, and that is headed by our... We're all in there. New social media (laughs) maverick, maverick. (laughs) Maverick, (laughs) maverick.
3: Come play with us.
0: Forever, ever. Who is also now in charge of our Twitter. Our Instagram is run by Carnage, and, um... We all have our own individual Instagrams except for Just Joe. He doesn't count.
1: He shows. We up just some of my... a Facebook like a year ago. I mean, I know. This is, it's baby it, well, steps <laughs> here. <laughs> he
2: didn't
0: even make steps. the Facebook. Somebody else did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Morpheus <laughs> did. Very baby steps. But we're uh, Maverick is Go Maverick with uh, no. G O M A V R I K. There you go. I am Chaos at Nights and Carnage is Carnage, Carnage at Night. night. So um, follow us there on Instagram, and uh, we will totally talk to you and just be silly and goofy and talk about horror, and it'll be fun.
1: Other things. Yeah, for
0: sure. Also, check out our Redbubble store. We mentioned it again, but we're mentioning <laughs> it a second time. We need new mics,
1: people. Come on.
0: We need new mics, people. You can I'm get, still waiting
1: on my t-shirt. We're you are waiting on it. T-shirts. I get a sticker, too. I know. You get a sticker, too. You
0: get a sticker, too. You do. We've got t-shirts, stickers, bags, totes, pillows, everything you could imagine, and phone cases, even. I'm particularly proud of the phone cases. <laughs> <laughs> Maverick just took a selfie with our microphone.
2: Well, we have to put it in my face in order to hear me. <laughs> wait, 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 I have to get something out of my, out of my system. Hold on. HUBAR!
1: Oh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And
0: I've shit myself. <laughs> Again. Alright, so I think that's everything. Um, this is Chaos Saying Goodbye and Stay Bloodthirsty Friends.
3: Good night, everybody.
0: Thank you. That is. was very good.
3: Come back and have a beer. <laughs> but don't bury them over at the old pets alter.
0: how
1: does one come back from that i don't know i i got nothing like i said i live with this every day i got nothing (laughs) good night everybody good night from carnage and as always we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats
2: thanks for listening to they mostly podcast at night Our theme song is by the Computer Music All-Stars under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Link in the show notes.